This is one of my favorite pairs of homonyms, peace and peace. Each one has a lot of different uses and a lot of great phrases associated with it. In this episode, we'll talk about the importance of peace in our time, falling to pieces, and peacing out. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited. keep things easy, let's start off with the meanings of peace and peace. So peace, spelled P-E-A-C-E, and peace, spelled P-I-E-C-E. So we'll start with peace, P-E-A-C-E, with the E-A. It's commonly a noun used to talk about times when not at war, and is seen as the opposite of war, so fighting. It's the opposite of fighting. Two countries can be at peace, meaning they are not fighting. So in our current time, many countries are at peace. There is no wo- world war happening right now. So we'd say, for example, the countries of Germany and France are at peace, meaning that they're no, not at war. And that would be the opposite, saying at war. Peace can also be that time when nothing is going on, usually used in the phrase peace and quiet. You might hear a parent say to a child, for example, oh, I just want some peace and quiet. Means they don't want the child to be rowdy, to be loud and, and, and silly. They want them to calm down. A very popular phrase you might hear uh, is the phrase, peace in our time. Now, this was a saying that was said by a very famous British prime minister uh, just before World War One or World, pardon me, World War Two when he made a deal with the Germans saying that there would be no war. So he said, we will have peace in our time. This is a bit of a bit of a ironic thing because they ended up going to war with Germany just a couple years later. We also have another phrase, keeping the peace. So keeping the peace is a saying we use to talk about when someone is actively trying to keep a situation calm. So very commonly, this job falls on people like the police. The police will very commonly be the people keeping the peace, but sometimes in a family, if there's fighting happening or something of that nature, then you might have a person in that family trying to keep the peace, trying to keep everyone calm, to keep everyone happy, or at least just content and not making them want to fight. Finally, we have one more saying, a bit of an older term for peace, spelled with the EA again, is when we want to use it to say goodbye. In a very friendly, in a very casual situation, a person might say peace or peace out. And that just means goodbye. It kind of acts like a verb in this way too. So people, again, a long time ago would say things like, I'm peacing out, which means that I'm leaving now. So peacing out meaning to, to be leaving, to say I'm saying goodbye. It's not a very common phrase in these these days. It was definitely common when I was younger, when I was in when I was in school, but it's something you might encounter out in the wild. So something to keep an eye out. So that's it for peace with the EEA. Now for the other piece, spelled with the IE, P-I-E-C-E. This is a very commonly used as a noun. It means one part of a whole thing. So in the easiest way to understand it, we can use cuts of food. So you have Things like pieces of pie, pieces of pizza, or pieces of cakes. 
So this means that it's just one section of that piece of food uh, cut and made probably in the same in the same size as all the other pieces. So very commonly, a pizza when they bake it, they'll throw it on the they'll throw it on a cutting board and they'll slice it three or four times and you'll get like six slices or eight slices out of a piece of pizza. And so you call it a slice or you call it a piece of pizza. Uh, in fact, when we call something a piece of cake, which is very common, it just means that it's very easy. So you could say, for example, that test was a piece of cake. And that just means you probably did a very good job on that test. But the word gets confused with the word part. Once in a while, you might hear that mistake. So what's the difference between the word piece and the word part? A piece is not as specific to the whole thing as a part is. So what does that mean? So for example, if we take a car, on a car you have things like wheels, the lights, the seats, the electronics, and everything else that goes into a car. These are all parts because they're all very different from each other. A seat is very different than a wheel. But it would be strange if you take a part of a pizza. You can't take a part of a pizza, you take a piece of pizza. But you can't take a piece of the car, you take a part of the car. And that's because, like I said, those parts are very specific. They're very different from each other. And then pieces are all very similar to each other. And that's kind of the main difference between those two words. There are some more fun phrases uh, with the word piece, spelled with the IE. When we use it with the word bit, we talk about a lot of small objects. So you'll say something like in bits and pieces. So you'll, for example, if you open a drawer, and in the drawer there's just a lot of stuff, not a lot of order to it. And you look in and you say, oh, what's in the what's in the drawer? And you say, ah, oh, just a bunch of bits and pieces. Like it could be like balls and little little screws and nails and, and stuff like that. Nothing particularly coherent. It's not always used literally though, bits and pieces. If I ask, for example, how much of the podcast did you understand today? You could respond with not much, only bits and pieces. So that means that you didn't understand everything, not the whole part, just some. While it is normally a noun, the word piece, sometimes it can be used as a verb. And that means to figure something out with more and more information. So for example, you could say, he's piecing it together, that the robber was an inside man. So what does that mean? Well, it means that he's getting more and more information and, he's, and that each new piece of information is helping him solve the mystery. So he's piecing it together. So that's, that is a very common way we can use it as a verb. But like I said norm before, it's most commonly used as a noun. So some other phrases you might, fall, you might encounter with the word piece, you could say that someone is falling to pieces. So what does that mean, falling to pieces? Does that mean they fall down, they break into lots of different pieces like glass? Well, imagine it was just like that, but it's emotional. So for example, something really tragic happens to someone and they have a very difficult time dealing with that problem. So you could say, for example, in this quick scenario, have you seen Sarah? She is falling to pieces after Roger passed away. So that means that Roger, someone probably very important to Sarah, has passed away and Sarah is not having a very good time dealing with that situation. She's probably crying or she's very, very emotionally upset with the situation. So that's how we would use that one falling to pieces. Um, yeah, 
there's lots of great phrases. There's even more phrases that you can use with piece and pieces, but that's quite enough, I think, for a bite-sized version of English. <laughs> um, but all in all, piece with the EA and piece with the IE are very useful words in their own way. It's very important, though, when we do use these words that we spell them the right way. The very common thing to do is to spell the, the, the piece as in a small part of something with the EA. Most people make that mistake is you'll, you'll write it P-E-A-C-E when you actually mean P-I-E-C-E. And these are, that's a very common mistake. So make sure that when you're writing these, these words, you're very careful with what you're using. Um, remember to practice both of them. Um, I'm going to post the assignment in the notes below, so make sure you check that out. Uh, remember, you can hit me up, bitesizedenglish at gmail.com, uh, or you can leave a comment below. And I'm happy to answer any questions you guys might have about the lesson today. Uh, until next time, I'll see you guys later.